This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. What's interesting about the stadium project on a local level is that it in, it involves a d- degree of controversy that I don't know really exists outside of Cook County, outside of Chicago city limits, because we are in the midst of, in Chicago, a mayoral election in a couple of weeks. And there's this suggestion that this Arlington Heights project has some political implications because the Bears potentially leaving the city might reflect poorly on Mayor Lori Lightfoot and and have an impact on that race. I am one not to get too political in this football podcast, but I don't think that they are as related as some of the news stories may want to suggest, or maybe some of the, the political pundits want to suggest. This is something when you're talking about the Bears closing on land out at Arlington Heights, 320 six acres, $197 million. This is something that was going on regardless of the political calendar. Oh, without question. And I I would encourage our audience to get over to chicagotribune.com because we have a a great team of diverse reporters on this story of people covering this from the city angle, from the the, the village of Arlington Heights angle, from the, the Springfield angle, from the Bears angle, from the NFL angle. There's a lot of arms to this story. And to your point, right, it was a few days before Father's Day. In 2021, that the Bears entered into the conversations uh, and, and ultimately in the fall of 21 signed the, the purchase agreement for $197 million on this property in Arlington Heights. And this week was just the way the, the timeline fell in terms of the closing becoming official. And so now what you have, David, is a situation where the two words that come to my mind for the Bears here are control and ownership. You know, they kind of control and own now what they want to do with their future plans for a stadium. And that's what this has been about for a long time. It's about setting yourself up for a future that makes all sorts of sense for for the Chicago Bears organization deep, deep into the future. And this is part of that. Now, listen, like I'll say the first thing that people in the public need to know is that the closing on the land is not a guarantee that they build and develop on that. Team spokespeople at the Bears will, will, will you know, insist on that until they can clear a few hurdles. Some of the most notable ones being, hey, can we get some clarity on property tax issues? Can we get some leeway on property tax issues in a way where this project, uh, which I believe they called in their open letter on uh, Wednesday, a mega project, can get off the ground and can get moving. And then we can start to get those beautiful artist renderings. And then as soon as we get shovels in the ground, you go back and you look at all the, the new stadiums around the NFL. It usually takes about three years from the time the construction starts to the time the construction ends. Okay, a little bit about our calendar. We are dropping this on Friday morning. We will come back next week with some more off-season 
conversation on Tuesday. You can find us on the 670 Scores YouTube page or the Odyssey's YouTube page. And obviously, wherever you get your podcasts, you can listen to us, Take the North, and then you can reach us on Twitter at Take the North Pod. So, Dan, you are one of uh, many reporters at the Tribune involved, and your name was one of several on a story uh, in in uh, Thursday's editions. Great job, and and I think that you're right. I want here's my goal by the end of this off season. I want to know who has more resources, who has more names: the Bears scouting staff or the Tribune <laughs> reporting team? Because there are names on the Tribune reporting team. I think that it just shows you how big of a project this is, and and I think. It's being treated with with the, with the weight it deserves. Uh, let, let's start with a very basic timetable. I like what you said there because people wonder, and we talked about it on the Mullen Hall show on Thursday morning. People wonder about what this means in terms of, all right, when when might they break ground? And after they break ground, when might they have a, an actual structure? And then, of course, when would there be an opening? And then I would add one more to that. <laughs> Super Bowl, right? Well, yeah, when will they name the Super Bowl? Because we only know where the next two Super Bowls are. Beyond that, they change. Uh, I mean, they, they keep it pretty fluid. So I think that once this becomes a reality – that really is one of the next big things and targets that the Bears have to realistically hope for, right? Yeah, I mean, you're certainly playing a couple seasons in your new building before the NFL is going and hosting its grand showcase in your field. But look, like that timeline's notable. And you've heard me sort of hint at this for uh, months now that, that 2027 is where I've kind of earmarked the calendar as a potential uh, date for that stadium to open and the Bears to start playing their home games here in the suburbs. That's probably best case scenario at this point. Some of this is going to be dictated by what we just talked about. It's just how quickly some of the, the political and governmental hurdles can be cleared. And, and some of the things that you have to do look like there are going to be residents in Arlington Heights and the nearby municipalities who raise uh, concerns and, and, and want to hear their voice heard about what is happening with this project. The Bears have been very, very clear from the start that they are going to be receptive, that they're going to be welcoming feedback, that they don't want to be seen as invaders to this property in Arlington Heights. They want to be seen as, as uh, you know, a team and organization that's obviously doing what's best for it, but Neighbors. also, can, but yeah, right. That also can put together, um, you know, a, a a year-round complex here that can be beneficial to everyone. And that's the cool part of this is it's not just going to be a stadium on a plot of land. There's vision here and there's, you know, um, ideas here that will come to life that will make this a, a destination spot even when the Bears aren't playing. You know, and we can get into this in future podcasts, but you go around to places that have, um, you know, Hall of Fames or, or these museums to celebrate their teams. The Bears put one of those in at Arlington Heights, which seems like a no-brainer. You're going to have people coming every single day of the calendar year to take a piece of your history and, and, and experience it, and it's going to be fun. And let's face it, part of that allure part of that, uh, the entertainment district, if they want to, whatever they're calling it, the mega complex, however they phrase it, is going to include a sports book. And I think that's going to be a magnet for people and sports fans, and there's going to be things to do and reasons to go. Uh, that may be farther down the road. As we as it pertains to the political hurdles that are need to be cleared, isn't this where you bring in your new president, Kevin Warren? Isn't this where his experience in doing these kinds of things? Now, again, we know and we're talking about the Chicago area. Uh, it, it's it's a political animal all its own, very unique creature. But I think that when you talk about Kevin Warren, his savvy, his experience, this is why he's here. You give Ted Phillips credit on the way out, but then you welcome Kevin Warren in and you say, okay, this is, this is how complicated it is. This is a complex 
um, picture and that we have now it's your job to try to <laughs> make it as uh, you know as as streamline that as simple as possible I mean if we're getting the Mel Kuyper Todd McShay scouting report on Kevin Warren one of the top lines is going to be gets things done right? right connects people knows how to build bridges knows how to get um, things done and so that's going to be a big part of this project is knowing how to connect different entities of this project in a way where everyone kind of moves and moves and moves and moves at a pace that that makes sense and so it's going to be really cool to, to chronicle this you mentioned the team that we have over the Tribune I was in Minneapolis at the Star Tribune when the Vikings wheels started turning on a stadium and it's you know it's a, a a story and a major story for a half decade or longer you know it, it's it's a story at least through the first inaugural season in the new building and so there's a lot to learn from that project that went on in minneapolis that we will be studying at the tribune and me specifically uh in in the coming months that will will give us a little bit of a compass on where the bears are going and obviously kevin's fingerprints are all over that I got a couple questions related to football and how the factor, how you factor in the stadium issue that you may or may not be able to answer. But it, it, they came up in, in terms of whether it's on the text uh, line at, at the score or just talking to people throughout this process. OK, we know the Bears going into the free agency have ninety two million dollars in salary cap space more than yeah. any other team. But we also know that there's a difference between cash spent and salary cap space It's a natural question to wonder, Dan, because of this. I don't want to call it a cash cow, whatever, however you want to refer to the Arlington Heights project. The bears are going, are on the verge of owning their own stadium, <laughs> printing their own money, but been increasing the profit margin and, and certainly being more, a more lucrative endeavor, owning a football team. Would that at all affect the way that they spend now because they're likely to make more later? No, I don't think so. I don't think there's uh, much of a connection there at all. They're going to go about putting together this football team in a present day sense, and they'll deal with some of those other big picture issues later. I, I mentioned a minute ago that one of the big questions that the Bears have is what are the property taxes on this land going to look like uh, out of the gates and for the foreseeable future? One of the bigger questions that everyone else has is how are the Bears going to pay for the stadium, which, as you know, nowadays comes with a, a, a sticker price of $2 billion just for the stadium itself, not to mention all the development that goes around on around that and so that's a question that we're gonna have to keep our eyes on and, and our ears open to hear uh just where the funding of all this is going to come from because that's the one that you don't get a ton of clarity on <laughs> and it certainly makes a difference because you know we know that this this organization as a whole um has a bit of an uncertain future and i think there's a lot of people that wonder you know who is going to be owning this team 15 years from now is it still going to be the hallis mccaskey family is there going to be a change of ownership these are all things that that come into play now when you have a project of this scope and this magnitude occurring um and we'll just have to kind of take it one step at a time and see how fluid it is and when you have a strong political leader like governor pritzker who says that public funds will not be used it's more yeah. than just rhetoric you think that that's probably real as long as he is in office and when you have you know the local politicians at arlington heights talking about and, and and in springfield at the state level talking about freezing property taxes and giving some other inducements you wonder where that all is headed but you're right how the bears pay for the stadium to football fans and non-football fans alike, and probably the latter, it's more important uh, of an issue, but that is going to be the issue until they break ground. It takes me about 16 minutes to drive from my driveway to the finish line at Arlington Park Racetrack. Uh, I've made that drive a time or two, just so you know. And I, I have actually petitioned to get my own property taxes frozen for 40 years as well, because I think I'm kind of within the radius where I deserve that break, right? Well, and I think you would probably agree. 
I, I would agree, but I think there would have to be something attached to that. You would have to the cover. You'd have to cover the team for that long. Okay, so for forty more years. A, mm. That might be a sentence unto itself that you might not want to accept. I'd be eighty-six. I'd be eighty-six by the time that. You know what? I know that the way that you eat, you would be healthy. What I think might be harmful is if the Bears don't improve. That would be very stressful to do for the next forty years. And they've got to improve, right? And they've that's got what improve. So, yeah. so so much of this off season, you know, like we we've got it, it. Like I said, it's really cool because we're on this highway of stories, and we can get off at various exit ramps, and then get back on the highway. And there's an, you know, there's just so much to see in this 2023 offseason and part of it is okay now where do we go with the stadium the other part is okay now where do we go with this football team so that 14 losses and the quote-unquote payoff that came with that turns into something right 